In the know for Thursday, June 3, the 154th day of 2021. There are 211 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through In the Know at K105 on Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast on Facebook Watch, on YouTube Live, on Periscope, and the hashtag is In the Know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community the county, the commonwealth, and the country. We will uh, sog through what will be another rainy day today. But we will also reward you for your good behavior with an opportunity to win the water cooler question to showcase you're the smartest person around the water cooler. We'll have that and a whole lot more coming up today here on In The Nose. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. He is my beautiful wife. The beautiful girl. It's beach. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm good. Are you ready to get back out there? We've kind of been, I mean, we've traveled a little bit over the last year and a half, but are you ready to get out there and resume life as you once knew it? I think so. Yeah? yeah. I'm not looking forward to the packing, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Most people are uh, looking for a return to normal life. Even though maybe the pandemic isn't technically over yet. 65% of Americans have no concerns about sitting inside a restaurant. You okay with that? Yeah. Uh, You're vaccinated, so you should be okay with that. 64% feel comfortable about taking a vacation. Feel comfortable about that? Yeah. Yeah. And over 50% of people say they'd have no problem attending a concert or a movie theater. Where are you on concert or movie theater? I would go, but I'm yeah. still a mask wearer. You are? Uh, I am. But you're vaccinated. vaccinated yeah. But I'm still a mask wearer. Mm-hmm. Very good. You do you. But uh, just at a theater at a concert where you're wearing a mask. Well. <laughs> <laughs> it's Thursday. We say good morning over there to the host of Shop Local Litchfield, Miss Elizabeth Nudity. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome back. Thank you. Party people. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a happy place? Uh, the lake. I knew. I thought you would say the Hands lake. Hands down. Is it, well, uh, is it because it's the nearest body of, uh, larger body of water? Or is it the lake in particular? Like, do you feel the same way about the ocean no. if you were next to the ocean? No. Really? It's just, it's the, just lake. the lake? just the lake. Interesting. Yeah. That's uh, interesting. P- people who live near water are happier. Whether it's a lake, river, an ocean, you're about 10% more likely to be happy than people who don't. I agree with that. So it makes you, the, the lake makes it your happy place. Uh, there you go. I know your unhappy place, the axe throwing booth. <laughs> Guys, that was terrible. <clears throat> you, you, I embarrassed my dad. He was he was mortified that I was that awful. But it was so entertaining. Well, it was. I'm I'm glad I could get a laugh for you guys. But 
And honestly, it was fun. I would totally do it again. But I'm going to do it one-handed next time. Okay. Now, officially, do you know how many times you tried it? Because I happen to know you tried it more times than we're on camera. Okay. So I think it was maybe four or five after we stopped filming. So So, So to be clear, you didn't try to get your practice throws out of the way before going live. Negative. You just decided you were so determined that after your public opportunity was over, you're like, I'm still going to try to do this. I was like, I'm determined to do this and then determined (laughs) that this is not my thing. So we moved on. We moved on. Okay. Well, did you have fun? I did. All right, so I, I guess indeed. that's really the most important part. And would part. recommend it to anyone, and I will do it again, and next time I will be better. All right, very good. More downpours and thunderstorms possible for today. Uh, a very low risk for severe storms, but it's a an outside possibility. Could see a few gusty winds. Areas that get a lot of rain today, just be prepared for frog in the morning. Uh, you, if you get uh, significant rainfall, you're going to get fog tomorrow morning to start your day. But uh, today, thunderstorms in 77. We'll see tonight, partly cloudy fog early tomorrow, low of 63, and partly cloudy for your Friday, and a high of 85. And in fact, by the way, Elizabeth, you have deferred your trip to the Litchfield Aquatic Center until mañana. Yep. So, because today's not going to be a great aquatic center day. I mean, I'm going to go there and then I'm going to go to the lake. Yeah. You'll be, you'll be the happiest girl in the whole I USA. Really will. Happiest girl. A good news there are a lot of Americans who uh, are going to be happy because they're going to get free beer. This is amazing. Get guys. a shot, get free beer. That's what <laughs> Anheuser Busch and the president say that if this uh, month of action at the end of June. If people can be, if people get to 70% vaccinated as Americans, the president's going to throw everybody a big party and he's going to give them a beer. Well, Anheuser-Busch is going to give them a beer. Well, what if you don't, I guess a whole bunch, that's. What if you don't like that beer? Well, by the way, they went on to say it could be a seltzer or it could be a non-alcoholic beverage or any type of Anheuser-Busch product that you want. But you have to be 21 and over. It's like, well, well, if it's, you can get the non-alcoholic option. Why should be everyone? Why can't it be? Why can't it be everyone here? Here, Anheuser-Busch is trying to divide us apart into groups (laughs) when we're supposed to be coming all together. I mean, goodness gracious. Together, MB. That's right. Um, But. How many people, right? How many burly men were sitting somewhere going, not getting that vaccine? What? But free, now. Free beer? <laughs> sign, sign me sign up. Sign me up. By the way, it's not a free keg of beer. It's not a free case of beer. Y'all, it is it's one. not a lifetime supply of beer. It is a beer. One. It is, Uno. Is, is a beer. Yeah, but I got two shots. Well, okay. So, I mean. I don't think you get one for each one, y'all. The, the president is calling it the month of action. Well. Let's see how well it works. <laughs> okay. I mean, it it, it might. It I, might I be the best know. idea he's had thus far. Here's what's funny, though. You're going to see areas maybe in California or in uh, in so- certain uh, left-leaning areas where you'll see high percentage <laughs> rates. But in the southeast United States, you know, in, in red states and right states, you're going to see the lower rates. So then they'll start, nope, you don't get beer. <laughs> you're in a 40% state. You're not in a 50% state. You get <laughs> PBR. Yeah. You, don't get, you don't get an Anheuser-Busch product. You get PBR because you're not properly vaccinated at the level. 445 new coronavirus cases. Reported yesterday in Kentucky, but perhaps most significantly, four, only four, more virus-related deaths. Continuing to get closer to zero, which is what we're looking for. 2.77 is the positivity rate as of yesterday. 
And that brought us to uh, the death toll, by the way, is over 7,000 now. So when we look back, we'll know that the number is at least above 7,071 as of yesterday is what we were looking for. Also in Frankfurt, uh, they are trying to decide... Lawmakers are wanting the Capitol Annex to be reopened. The Capitol Annex has been closed, and legislators, uh, people that can be in those meetings, have been very restricted. But they've been asking the governor, okay, well, you're relaxing restrictions. When are you going to relax the annex rules so that we can get back to the, get back to the business of the people? Uh, and... There have been things that the governor has attempted to do over the last 15, 16 months that if you're on state property, if you're in a state building or you're on state property, then his orders go a little bit further. You know, his rules go by order of the governor because of where you stand, whereas if you're on private property or you're in a church or you're wherever, you go, I don't I don't have to follow through on his rule mm-hmm. if I don't want to. But the but the the capital in Frankfurt is an area where what the governor says goes a little bit further because someone has to be boss, someone has to be in charge. But what a lot of the you know where you have super majorities in both chambers of the legislature, they're saying that Governor Bashir is trying to hold them at bay as long as possible because it's his one way that he can foe against super majorities in the legislative chambers. And so they're saying uh, if. If you're letting everybody else go about their business, then why can't you why can't you let us go about our business? Well, some people would say, well, why don't you just do it? Why don't you just meet? Well, because Governor Bashir controls the security guards. He controls the staff. He controls the signage. He controls the – and so he's got a little more oomph than he might, you know, out here where we like it, not where they like it. So it will – it'll be interesting to see on June 11th. Remember, June 11th, what's today, the 3rd? I think that's also the day he stops his daily updates. He finally going to get a little break? I think so. (laughs) Or are we finally going to get a little break? (laughs) I was going to vote we, but that's just me. Uh, Grayson County's COVID incident rate drastically dropped in the last few days. One new death has been reported, though. The rate skyrocketed in late May, but the Grayson County Health Department reported yesterday The county has averaged only one new case of the virus per day over the last seven days. I give you a caveat, and remember that most people just went, you know, they checked out from Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and then maybe it's like, am I going to do anything on Tuesday? So we're getting a little bit, I think we're probably getting a little bit of a distorted view, but I'll take the win. I'll take the lower numbers and hope uh, hope they stay that way. The county's rate of occurrence, which stood at 13 cases per day, Per 100,000 residents, May 26th has dropped to 3.2 cases per day over the last week. Incidentally, by the way, there are 15 Kentucky counties, as of I think yesterday afternoon or maybe early this morning, 15 counties reported zero new cases over the last seven days. Wow. So that's a milestone to get to. Yeah. Uh, They include Butler, Barron, Green, Crittenden, Lyon, Carlisle, and Fulton counties. That's awesome. So yeah. that's, a, that's a club I'd like to be in. Mm-hmm. Let's get in there on that club. Also, uh, close to home here, there are a couple of vaccination clinic opportunities for you uh, today and tomorrow. In fact, one clinic is underway. Started mm-hmm. uh, a few minutes ago. Is underway until 11. That is at the Litchfield campus of Elizabethtown Community and Technical College here in Litchfield. People 18 and older may receive the Moderna. 
And according to the health department, possibly the Johnson & Johnson one-shot vaccine as well. There are no uh, appointments necessary. You just walk in. And then tomorrow, children between 12 and 17 will be offered the Pfizer vaccine from 4 to 8 p.m. They're also at the Litchfield campus of ECTC. Uh, just walk in, right? Walk. I think it's also 1 to 3 today, too, maybe. Is it? Uh, yes, that's right. Today, 9 to 11, and then again from 1 to 3, so they'll take a little lunch mm-hmm. break, and then they'll change their demographics for tomorrow and get the kids who are 12 to 17. So 18 and over today, kids 12 to 17 for tomorrow. So it is... I understand people who people will use most any excuse they can come up with to not do something that they're hesitant about, but access and availability is not one of them Correct. presently. You cannot blame it on, well, I don't know. I agree. I don't know where to go. I don't know how to get one. I don't know if I'm eligible. Yep, you are. And so if you want one, just tell somebody that you do want one. Kentucky's acceptance of extra jobless benefits is hampering efforts by businesses to find help as the economy moves beyond the pandemic, according to U.S. Um, Senator Mitch McConnell. Yesterday, kind of took also a dig at the governor in the process of doing that. Governor Bashir says the weekly $300 federal unemployment payments have contributed to surging consumer spending that benefits Kentucky businesses. The federal enhancement coming on top of state jobless benefits is set to expire in September. McConnell said the extra benefit plus Kentucky uh, puts Kentucky at a competitive disadvantage with states that opted to cut off the supplemental payments. After meeting with local employers yesterday in Shelbyville, McConnell said he hears ongoing complaints from Kentucky business operators struggling to lure back workers. Employers link their workplace shortages to the federal jobless benefits. Um, Now, the governor steadfastly defends the extra payments, saying that Kentucky's economy has benefited. You've heard me say that I always made a case that they wouldn't be able to arbitrarily raise the minimum wage to $15 an hour. And I still think that to be true, except what they have done is they're throwing so much money at people to stay home that employers are having no choice but to at least temporarily, and I think probably forever, inflate wages to lure people to come out of their living room. Yeah. So you cannot tell me, Governor Bashir, that the extra $300 is not serving as some incentive to get people to stay home or for apathy to prevail. Like, ah, well, I'll get to that tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You know, it encourages procrastination. Oh, I'll go look tomorrow. I'll figure it out someday or I'll... It's just the way that the work supply and demand. If there's more demand for money than the supply is, you'll get out and you'll scavenge a little bit harder. But I also would challenge the governor and say, have you really tried to buy anything recently? Yeah. <laughs> have you have you gone to the store? Have you seen what the inflated wages are already doing to goods and services? Have you? Have you, Governor, have you been to the grocery store? Or even just a drive through <laughs> Yeah, my dad and I had a full-blown conversation on Tuesday about this very thing. Here's where, they also, here's where they also win. What does higher wages lead to even beyond higher prices on goods and services, things like fast food meals or things like groceries? What, what does that do? 6% of those dollars that you're buying... on $100 is way more than 6% of $10. And when you're paying a percentage on 
payroll taxes. When payroll goes up, who gets the payroll taxes? Governments do. They churn the. They go through and churn. So it is a it is a tax increase. Well, it is a revenue increase for governmental agencies, and that's why they just want to keep. Let's just give you as much as possible. It's going to come now. Pay me back. It's going to all come back to me. It's just anybody with half a lick of economic sense can do the math and understand how we're out of balance at the moment. Or even if you can't do the math, just understand that we're out of balance. I mean, really. It's frustrating. The governor is big buddies with Kroger. Just go tour a store. Just go look. Right? Pretend to buy something. Just simulate <laughs> simulate a shopping trip. Yeah. You know how governors go and do things. Governors like to operate equipment and then have their picture taken. They, look at me. I'm operating a sawmill. Go and I've got my hard hat on. Shopper. Yes. Go, go be a Yes. Go pick out somebody's order. Go yeah. be a picker and then check it out. <laughs> and then look at the total on the little iPad and go, is this amount? Oh, wow. Do you remember it costing this much before? Because <laughs> it does now. <laughs> And the stuff just doesn't, it just doesn't come back down. No. You know, it just doesn't, it's at least not, it doesn't come back to where it was, I guess, is my, is my point. It can ebb and flow a little bit. Also in the news today, Kentucky Attorney General Daniel Cameron yesterday filed a lawsuit against CVS Health for the company's role in the state's opioid epidemic. The lawsuit filed in Franklin Circuit Court alleges the company engaged in unlawful business practices and failed to guard against the diversion of opioids. CVS maintained over 100 separate license numbers in the Commonwealth between two, uh, 2006 and 2014. And they distributed, they purchased more than 151 million dosage units of oxycodone and hydrocodone from its own distribution centers and third-party distributors. So the uh, Attorney General said, as an example, one CVS store in Perry County purchased over 6.8 million dosage units of oxycodone and hydrocodone between 06 and 14. 6.8 million, Perry County, smaller than Grayson County, by the way, it has, which was enough opioids for every man, woman, and child in the county to have over 26 pills Every year during the same period. So from 06 to 14, one dose of oxycodone or hydrocodone basically every two weeks Wow! for every man, woman, and child living in Perry County. Now, multiple, you think Perry County is an isolated incident? It absolutely is not. So multiply that by 120. Then also start looking at, that was just CVS's portion. Yeah, that was going to be my See, next that's, point. That's, that's just, CVS. just CVS. So then factor in all of the others, the Walgreens, the Endos, the Evil Empires, the right? These other big companies that are buying from themselves. So, but and from others. But now it's not this is just the latest. This is the pharmacy component. Yeah. <laughs> the physicians are involved yeah. in this as well. The drug manufacturers are involved in this well as well. So it's just part of the overall atonement for what led us to a uh, if you we already have we have labor problems right now, right? Labor supply problems that are made far worse because we're missing a large percentage of a generation of workers mm -hmm. because of opioids. Yeah. It's just a trickle effect. 
<laughs> Those numbers are kind of staggering when you think about it. They really are. And, and so the, then we said you that's that one county, so then multiply that by 120. Then Kentucky is a small state. Yeah. Right? Kentucky has 4.5 million people. Multiply So take that per capita number, then extrapolate it out over all Americans, think and you Texas. will... You could fill up the Pacific Ocean <laughs> with all of the opioids that... All right, maybe not that much. I won't be this amped up tomorrow about this stuff. I'll be amped up about something else tomorrow because it will be Friday and more fun. Is that like a fair warning? It's not Friday. It's Friday. Remember? No, it's not. Medina Spirit, drug test confirmed. Bob Baffert supposedly going to be suspended for two years from running in the Kentucky Derby. That's not something the Kentucky Derby does easily. Because they need Bob Baffert in the Kentucky Derby. Yeah, but I I vote that it's indefinitely. I mean, he's just going to wait after two years and do it again. I, I, he maintains that he didn't do it now. So I'd well, be interested to see where the actual rubber meets the road on this deal. But funky cold Medina. So I, Medina Spirit has not been stripped of the Derby title yet. Yet, yeah. But probably it's inevitable. Now, the purses will be collected back. They'll take the purses back, but none of the betting money changes hands as a result of the uh, of the outcome. And then this caught my attention in Barron County, B-A-R-R-O-N County, Wisconsin. A group of cows helped nab someone who was fleeing the police department on a chase. A Chevy Cavalier was leading police de- the police department on a 13-mile pursuit at 1 a.m. on Tuesday morning, and the car ran out of steam when he ran into a group of cows in the road. Were they all mooing, I want to know? Yes, they were. And uh, so they, they helped nab this suspect, and the suspect was utterly embarrassed <laughs> that these cows had been able to lead to oh, I can't love it enough. My dad, cows, That's I drive a Cavalier. Absolutely right. right. So, can't love it enough. There you go. You're all caught up. we got to get to a breakout. Plenty more. The Weekend Funny Tweets coming up here on In the Note. Today is repeat day. <laughs> no. Oh yeah, this one. The kids will. The kids will get you on this one. This one, an opposite day. Guess what day it is? Repeat day. Guess what day it is? Uh. So my favorite is Pete and repeat sitting on a log. Mm-hmm. Pete fell off. Who was left? Uh, repeat. <laughs> it's itch day today. Why? And uh, it's, don't repeat your itch. <laughs> and it is chocolate macaroon day today. Oh. See, I knew I could eventually get something that you Find signed off on, on the chocolate, chocolate macaroons. Here's the Weekend Funny Tweets, a list of carefully procured tweets from the Twitter sphere that I present to you. Lil Bit said, I pointed out a fire truck to my coworker on our drive, and I think I need to spend less time with my children. You know how you get into that? You know, when you look at your coworkers and you say, who's a good boy? (laughs) No, no. Hey, look, a fire truck. (laughs) You need to get out with adult people more. It happens. Uh, Vinod Chapru said, my kids would be late to school 
even if we lived inside the school. There are some people that have trouble being on time. Mum in bits said, I said goodnight to my four-year-old, and when I left the room, I heard her say to her teddy bears, Mummy better not give me the wrong cereal bowl tomorrow. (laughs) I have no idea what the wrong cereal bowl is, and now I fear for my life. (laughs) That's pretty cute. Wait, wait, wait. Don't you have your own cereal bowl? I do have my own cereal bowl. (laughs) Yes, he does. Mm -hmm. I definitely have my own cereal bowl. It's like Custer's last stand. It's like, take everything else. Just leave me this bowl. And the spoon. And the spoon. It is so true. Oh, my. (laughs) And it's even blue. So there's no mistaking whose it is. Now we know why you picked that tweet. Have I shared with you, there was been a couple of years ago (laughs) that (laughs) um, Beach got a UK shirt for Christmas. When she opened it, Alea came across the room and said, no, that's Mark's. Oh, <laughs> like she, he, she, she associates like that okay, color. That color belongs to him. Uh, Kim says, my son needs help with his math project. So I did what any good parent would do. I slipped out the back door and started a new, a new life in Costa Rica. <laughs> I like this mom. Yeah, well, sometimes you just got to throw in the towel. Andy says, before kids, kindergarten graduation is not a thing, Brenda. After kids, down in front, I'm live streaming here. <laughs> it does. It, the perspective does kind of change a little bit. <laughs> Speaking of uh, Brenda, that's a funny. Uh, Brenda was a precursor to Karen, was it not? Probably. Be- before yeah. we were called. And then before Brenda, we were calling people Little Missy. All right, Little Missy. But I last year, that. last year we evolved to to Karen. In fact, Karen got a bad rap last year, and maybe earlier into the previous, you know, the tail end of twenty nineteen, to the a point that only three hundred and twenty five babies were named Karen in twenty twenty. Those were either family names or they were just rebelling against. The Karen. Conversely, there were 325 babies named Karen in 2020. (laughs) Who's not paying attention? In 2020, the number fell dramatically to number 831 with uh, 325 baby girls compared to nearly 33,000 in 1965. 33,000 in 1965 were named Karen. The outlet also notes that uh, did did the study also notes that Katrina... And ISIS also <laughs> fell in popularity, <laughs> dropping out of the top 1,000 names following the 05 hurricane. And by the way, the BBC describes to, uh, their definition of Karen is the kind of person who demands to speak to the manager in order to belittle service industry workers, is anti-vaccination, and carries out <laughs> racist microaggressions, such as asking to touch black people's hair. That's what they actually I just, say. That is so, wow. <laughs> Poor Karen. That's a Not all Karens are Karens. No. Are they? Most Karens are very kind. I have another story which I'm pretty sure involves a Karen. Pepperidge Farm doesn't put as much butter in its golden butter crackers as customer expect, according to a new class action lawsuit filed, Is this the same? filed by Karen. Is this the bagel bite person? <laughs> this has to be the bagel bite person. Oh, the class action alleges that the vegetable oil detracts from the crackers' taste. 
and pushed the butter taste to the background. Oh, my gosh. The defendant did not have to name the product Golden Butter Crackers, but chose to since this is more enticing to customers. Pepperidge Farms sold more of the crackers and at a higher price than it would have if it had properly labeled the product, resulting in additional profits at the expense of consumers. Okay, Karen, you need a hobby. Right? You people have too much time on your hands. This is her hobby. Well, yes, with the bagel bites and this. (laughs) That's right. Y'all, I just don't get it. You know, I try Maybe something. Maybe she and I needs another not. hobby. Well, Maybe I try this something and I don't like it. I'm like, okay, won't get that again. Right. Moving on. That's mm-hmm. the way markets work. Yeah, I don't go and file a lawsuit because I feel like the golden <laughs> butter is improperly named from Pepperidge Farm. I'm offended. Well, you all called that golden butter, and that's clearly just plain old yellow. Should have been lightly buttered. <laughs> Goodness. Cosmic brownie cereal is finally here. This might make us happier than what Pepperidge is Farm. That? Sound the alarm. Cosmic Brownie cereal from Kellogg's mm. is on shelves. No. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm totally out. Yeah, I don't. I just, no. Not to mention, do we need the family size of this? Yeah. <laughs> Man, if you get the family size, you also need to immediately book an appointment to get a dental cleaning. Boxes of Cosmic Brownie cereal can be found at nationwide retailers and online. They're both in the regular size and the family size. Three ninety nine and five sixty nine. I. You know what's next? Somebody is going to file a lawsuit. Diabetes. On, somebody's going to file a lawsuit about the fact it's called cosmic brownies. Why is it called cosmic? There's nothing cosmic yeah. about these brownies. I guess, but really, it, okay, all right, good question. This is a, a premature MB's point to ponder for today. So if you look at the box, this is Kellogg's presenting to you. Little Debbie's yeah. Cosmic Brownie Cereal. Yeah. So if you want to take issue with the cosmic level of the brownies. Who are you going to take issue with? Are you with? suing Little Debbie or are you suing Kellogg's? Or both. Well, so Little Debbie started the the cosmic first. So I will say, and I don't eat sweets very often, I like the original Little Debbie brownies. Uh-huh. But then they did the colored um, sprinkles on top, which is the cosmic brownie. So right. that's Little Debbie. Okay. So now Kellogg's is putting that into a cereal. All right, know, but, little Debbie did it first. But so Karen, Karen A that buys the Little Debbie product that would then sue Little Debbie. But Karen B who gets it in the cereal form, you know, it, well, you delivered this cosmic to me in in a cereal form, yeah. so I'm going after you. There's one but less then, sprinkle than I expected. But then does Kellogg <laughs> sue Little Debbie? I mean, do we, I just, where does it all end? Ridiculous. I don't know. Maybe this will make you happier. Cinnamon Toast Crunch Cookie Dough oh, is available. I'm, okay. I've yeah. already told you all, I have Cinnamon Toast Crunch flavored protein powder, yes. which is amazing. So this, I could get on board with this. Has and just not, the raw cookie dough. I has, don't need to bake it. Has it not been the year of Cinnamon Toast Crunch? It has. I'm I just feel it. like Cinnamon Toast Crunch is finding us everywhere. I'm good with it. I, I'm not anti-Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I don't opt for it. I don't choose yeah. it. I don't say, whoa, can I get some Cinnamon Toast Crunch? But I'm I'm fine with coexisting in this world. But I find Cinnamon cinnamon Toast Crunch is, like, everywhere I look, like, they're jumping. Are they trying a, to send me a message? Yeah, it's making a comeback. I could eat an entire roll of or package of chocolate chip cookie dough by itself. I don't need to bake it. It just needs to be the dough. This would be a, a one little chunk and I'm done. Okay. I like the cereal, but 
You love this protein powder. Maybe one bowl Mm. in six months, maybe. Yeah, I just, do we, it just seems like a lot of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Is this, is Cinnamon Toast Crunch the new pumpkin spice? Is it just, is everything got the Cinnamon Toast Crunch crunch flavor? Hmm. Maybe. But, But then there's part of me that says, if Cinnamon Toast Crunch can eradicate pumpkin spice from the planet. No. Is that a net gain for me? And I think that it is. No, we're just going to call 2021 the year of the Cinnamon Toast Crunch, but but <laughs> pumpkin spice will always be. <laughs> All right. And lastly, before we get to the break, a new study says that nearly three out of four people admit to using their phone while on the toilet. Negative. All right. So that's, that's fine. I'm not going to, I'm not, I don't want to. I don't want to discuss the 75%. What I do want to know is how many of the 25% are lying. Good point. If three out of four people admit to it, you know there's a pretty high percentage of the remaining one-fourth of people that are wind jammers. <laughs> so what, half of them? Probably half of them. So does that mean 85% of people? I'm going to invest in a new product about cleaning cell phones. They have one. Like an easy. I'm going to do my there. own version. Okay. It's going to be much better until okay. Karen comes along. <laughs> we got to get to a break. Today's water cooler question is coming up. Your chance to win right around the corner here on In the Know. It's a safe and enjoyable summer. This is the 105 Days of Summer, powered by the Litchfield Campus of ECTC on the Twin Lakes Best Mix, K105. Did you know, in Japan, you can buy stick-on belly button cleaners. I don't, what? Like, how do you? Do you mean to tell me they're not self-explanatory? Yeah, well. I mean, I guess, but. Okay. So many thoughts. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) So, does that make the Japanese people very lazy or very smart? The toss-up. I mean, I, I guess there's a part of me that would probably rather something else do it instead of me have to. To each their own, I guess. <laughs> wow, interesting. <laughs> All righty. Here's today's water cooler question. Going to be your chance to win. Four tickets to Beach Bend. And also, uh, we'll get a carload of uh, people into... The Cabin Fever Laser Light Show at the Soaky Fairgrounds in Bowling Green this weekend. I believe it starts, uh, it may start today or tomorrow. You can go to, I think, cabinfeverlasershow.com and see all the show times. But like two shows a day, there's one even on Sunday, I think early on Sunday that you can go to. So anyway, pretty cool deal. You can work in, make a day of it, uh, family outing, summer kickoff, what have you. But And we'll also give you a K105 t-shirt for being the smartest person around the water cooler today. If you can call 270-259-6000, 270-259-6000, the question is this. Eight in ten men say it's embarrassing to order this at a restaurant. Eight in ten men say it is embarrassing to order this at a restaurant. 270-259-6000, 270-259-6000. Eight in ten men say it's embarrassing to order this at a restaurant. I'll go ahead and tell you, it's not quiche. 
I mean, quiche is the correct answer, but that's, quiche is not what we're looking for. I think I'm going to change my answer. Eight and ten. You can have more than one. Eight and ten men say it's embarrassing to order this at a restaurant. What is it? Two seven zero two five nine six thousand. I'm really still surprised at you over there, and maybe both of you, that neither of you have watched the Friends reunion. I haven't. It's on my to-do list this weekend, I'm going to be honest. And maybe even today, because it's kind of gross outside. Well, maybe I'll go home with you. Yeah, it's on my list of things to do (laughs) within the next couple days. They did a comparison. The Friends cast salaries revealed for the reunion versus season one. In season one, each actor earned $22,500 per episode. For the reunion, each got two point five million. Wow! <laughs> Sign me up. Right? Now, and they didn't even have to act; they yeah, just really. had to show up and talk about <laughs> acting. Talk. Yes, but also let's not forget that each of them also gets twenty million dollars a year in syndication payments. Yeah. Love it. My dream job would be on, you know, for me to be on a TV show. That'd be great. How wonderful would it have been to be part of like the Seinfeld yeah. machine or the Friends machine or yeah. any of those, you know, even the Office, mm-hmm. you know, people that were on the Office that get residuals out of that deal. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty amazing. Eight in ten men say it's embarrassing to order this at a restaurant. I'm kind of disappointed with the effort, so I'd like for people to make the phones ring. Philip, what's your guess? A salad. A salad. That's a good guess, Philip. That is not what we're looking for. That was my Eight second guess. Ten, that was your second guess? Oh, give me my next one. Okay. By the way, I order this in a restaurant all the time and not embarrassed a bit. 270-259-6000. 270-259-6000. No, that Elizabeth. Gives me no, that gives it's me not no a hint. bib. It's not a bib. I know that's what you started thinking of when I said I order I don't know it. what it... Hmm. Can I have a wet wipe? Somebody no, on K105.com had an answer. They did? I think it was like margarita or something. One margarita, two margaritas. No. There we go. Yeah. Christy gets to take a guess. Good morning, Christy. Eight Hello. in ten men say it's embarrassing to order this at a restaurant. What is it? A salad. A salad. Unfortunately, that was already guessed, and it oh. is still not correct. <clears throat> Keep trying, though. You come up with some other guesses. Try again. Two seven zero two five nine six thousand. The mayor of East Town season finale was the HBO Max's most watched episode since the launch of the app. Well, all right, Kate Winslet. <laughs> okay, I'm I don't sorry. know. We were still over here thinking yeah. about. I'm still the at answer. the water cooler. Yeah, I don't. Well, we're still working in the water cooler, <laughs> but I, I've not seen. I haven't either. This uh, mayor of East Town. I, I don't know what it is, but I've for it to not be heard of it. for it to be the no biggest. Clue. I know she. She didn't want herself airbrushed in it mm-hmm. because she wanted to be more real and legitimate. Hmm. I'm like, okay, okay, well, good for her. You, you do, you, you do, d- you. you, you do, you. <laughs> Kate, Jeremy, eight and ten men say it's embarrassing to order this at a restaurant. What is it? Barbecue ribs. Barbecue ribs is <clears throat> not what we're looking for. How's that Let's ever go embarrassing? To I know. Ribs. This is good. Oh uh, well, my baby, back baby, back baby, back. <laughs> Donnie, what's your guess? How about diet soda? Diet soda is correct. Amundo. Really? Okay. Yes. I am not a bit embarrassed over no, ordering no, diet, diet soda. You I got it like right, Donnie. Question. Hey, hold on. <laughs> We're going to put some information. I'm going to get some information from you. Princess Tianya will pick up and get that. Hold on. I was going to guess why. Diet soda. Oh, I can see where some men might think that was a little bit embarrassing. Yeah. But... <laughs> A lot of okay. men sit down and say, red meat, bring it now. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Are, is there anything you all would be embarrassed to order in a... No, not I really. I don't think so. No? I'm a foodie, so, you know. Hallmark Channel has set their Christmas in July schedule, including a new holiday movie debut. So if you celebrate Christmas in July, then uh, be prepared. Hallmark's got your special movie lineup, which means Dennis and Sarah Cook will be putting up their Christmas tree sometime <laughs> in the next month. Well, actually, in the next 60 days. They may wait till late July to do it, but just wait. They'll do it. Uh, Lady Gaga is postponing her Chromatica Ball Tour until 2022. I don't know. I don't know. If, I've, I mean, I barely hung on this long without it, but I, I don't know. And uh, when you are the age of Phil Mickelson and the age of me and people my age, when you do something like win the PGA Championship, it's not a 24-hour celebration. It's not a 48-hour celebration. It's a weeks, months-long celebration. Phil Mickelson, Tom Brady uh, shared a photo of Phil Mickelson drinking wine out of the Wanamaker Trophy. <laughs> what I'm more curious to know is, has he been doing that since? Since he won it, it's like, <laughs> somebody check on Phil Mickelson, please. Yeah. He may have overdone it, as some of us old guys often do. <laughs> We got to get to a break. We'll come back. Wrap it up for the morning here on In the Know. MB's point to ponder for today Who is your most despised fictional character ever? Of all the, whether it's television, movies, literature, fictional, character, least favorite of all time. That's really hard. I mean, I read a lot. We're Disney people. Mm -hmm. I went straight to a Disney character. You you went straight to a Disney character? I did. Because I remember growing up and she was just terrifying when I watched The Rescuers. And it was that redheaded Madame Medusa. And if you don't know what she looks like and you Google her, a little scary. Redheaded Madame Medusa from mm-hmm. the Rescuers mm-hmm. must have left a very indelible impression well, on, upon you because mm-hmm. I'm not, like, I, 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 I don't know who that is. Whew. So it clearly was scarring. She's right there you. with Ursula. All right. Before, I don't want, oh, <laughs> Ursula from Little Mermaid. Yeah, that's the yeah. one I was going yeah. with. You so. went with Ursula? <laughs> That was what you were going well, with? Well, I mean, if you watch in my car, Ariel, how oh, many sure. times a week? Yeah, I mean, without Ursula's, a doubt. Yeah. Well, I did terrifying. ask you earlier if you thought Gaston would be the, you know, because he's, he's the antagonist yeah. of I mean, Beauty and the Beast he's story. He's not good at all, and I love Bill. Plus, so. he eats way too many eggs. <laughs> uh, I, I thought, I'm not a big Harry Potter fan, but I can see where Voldemort would oh, be the yeah. answer of a lot of people. And, oh, yeah. And so... I had that in the back of my mind. You yeah. did? But it's still, we're a Disney family, so. Yeah, of. I just went straight to Disney, but Voldemort was equally terrible. Well, so it's going to be very interesting that all three answers will end up being now Disney, mm-hmm. because I wrote down Emperor Palpatine. Mm. Yeah. So, of all the, like, the Star Wars uber oh, super okay. arch nemesis yeah. would be Palpatine. And so, that's 
that's what I wrote down. Like, All right. Yeah. And so I, mine came from Star Wars. A lot of people would go Voldemort. See? Look at that. All right. Yeah, she's pretty. Right? Oh. But. You know, but you know the, the the neat thing about all the Disney villains is they have some very. You can see Ursula in mm-hmm. this yes. character, mm-hmm. yes. right? In this Madame Medusa, you can see some of the facial features yeah. that sort of make up your typical Disney villain. <laughs> that mouth just—it's awful. Oh. It's all awful. Yeah, she got crunk teeth. <laughs> <laughs> she does. I mean, what do you I call that in what do you call those if that's not? <clears throat> It's not, this is not an applicable I label. I think it, it really works. <laughs> I think everyone who can't see it knew immediately what I meant. Yes. You painted a very good visual there. Fair enough. On television tonight, the season four finale of Station 19 on ABC. Also on ABC, the season 17 finale of Grey's Anatomy. <gasps> on N- NBC, the season 22 finale of Law and Order. You love Grace too? I do. Well, I won't get you away from her house. You all will watch the Friends reunion, <laughs> and then you'll be watching the season finale <laughs> of Grace. <laughs> then the season four premiere of Fox, Beat Shazam. I'm very good at Beat Shazam, by the way. He really is. I didn't even know this was a thing. Yep. I need it's, to watch. Uh, it's I would good. be good at that. Plus, I'm a big Jamie Foxx fan. So, yeah. you know, he's hosted, and it's it's just fun. It's worth, it is worth the watch. Someone said the Wicked Witch of the West. Wicked also a Witch good of one. the West. It is very. I, like that I mean, yeah. I'd say that would be a very common answer. Yeah, would be my guess. Um, especially when you see that movie as a child. Yeah, oh, right. My pretty, and not just you, but your dog too. <laughs> <laughs> today's so take the dog. Today's highlight, or take the dog. Leave me alone. <laughs> Today's highlight in history, this day, 1989, Iran spiritual leader, the Ayatollah Khomeini, died. Okay. In 1621, the Dutch West India Company received its charter for a trade monopoly in parts of the Americas and Africa. In 1937, Edward, the Duke of Windsor, who abdicated the British throne, married Wallace Simpson in a private ceremony in France. If you've seen The Crown, you've had a recent refresher on that issue. Let's go to birthdays for today. Oh, by the way, before we get to birthdays, the fifth anniversary of the death of Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali died five years ago today. Seems longer than that. It does. But last year counted as two and a half years. <laughs> yeah. So birthdays today. Denise Williams is 71. Well, let's hear it for the girl. She's oh, 71 today. Anderson Cooper is 54. Rafael Nadal is 35 for today. Gone but not forgotten, Chuck Barris. Well, first, uh, do we still get to say Jefferson Davis's birthday, or has Jefferson Davis been canceled? Let's say it. I think so. Do I need to ask Andy Bashir? Can somebody call Andy Bashir and see if I can mention Jefferson Davis's birthday this day in 1808? He knows everything, so. Chuck Barris was born in 1929. Don't we have to listen to him? That's what I was told. Can't be doing that. I've not been doing a good job of it Can't so far. But <laughs> chart toppers for today. Let's go to 1953 and go um, to the Les Baxter Orchestra. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> My guess is some type of in-law relative of Christie. Right? Who's Maybe. 
aren't I figured all the Baxters were related. This is the Les Baxter Orchestra. Doesn't this sound like Portugal, in particular the month of April? Yeah. I found it to be a little Mayish, more so. Than Why not June? There's definitely there was not one note about that that seemed like June to me. Clearly, clearly in April or May. It was clearly April or May. Oh, I like this There were a couple of times I shouted and I shouted and I knocked myself out. At Ernie Maresca, number one in 62. By the way, is my is my camera as ugly to everyone as it is to me? I don't. I've been frozen several times today, it's so not, I'm it, not mean mugging anybody. It doesn't. Promise. <laughs> it doesn't look that way up here. I want a hashtag so. filter. Yeah. I got filtered. You're glowing today. Clearly. I'm looking good. 1971, The Honeycomb. And what ads? Now it's me. Uh, Maybe it's just our monitors. We got a disco ball in here now. (laughs) Y'all didn't know you were in for this treat. (laughs) Let's go ahead to 19... Maybe try and take a stop in 1980. Kenny Rogers and Kim Carnes. Don't fall in love with a dreamer. I need a lighter. No. Next. I love you, Kenny, but not that one. I don't. I was hoping for some Billy Joel today. You played him earlier. He Okay, hands down favorite concert I've ever been to. Uh... It's one of my favorite concert T-shirts that I've ever had, but I didn't actually go to the concert. You really missed out. I know. Well, I was uh, twelve. Oh well. <laughs> Rock on, Michael Damian, number one this date, nineteen eighty nine. Somebody recorded that with a boombox in front of say. the TV. <laughs> I was trying to figure out like how I had that song. I guess I recorded it from the radio well, or something. Let's go to, it sounded, that hiss and buzz on there sounded very familiar. Uh, I Get Lonely, Janet Jackson in 1998. In 2007, Maroon 5 was number one with Makes Me Wonder. But in 2016, five years ago today, Justin Timberlake was number one with Can't Stop the Feeling. All right, there you go. Your chart toppers for today. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today, only dead fish go with the flow. Only dead fish go with the flow. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Elizabeth Mudadir, for Beej, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.